around the circle. That's the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk. Ole Miss remains undefeated in the postseason, but more importantly, one win further, closer, I guess, to a national championship. Beating Auburn 5-1 to one in its opener in the College World Series on Saturday. I'm Ben Garrett. He's David Johnson. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit. OleMissSpirit.com and Affiliate of on 3com He writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. David, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid all week. It's bad, man. They're going to win the thing. Yeah, yeah, it got really bad. It got really bad after tonight. But, uh, you know, hey, Ole Miss 6-0 in the NCAA tournament right now. Uh, there's no hotter team in America maybe except for the next game, and that's the Arkansas Razorbacks. We'll get to that. But uh, tonight, just some quick takes. Ole Miss set the tone in the top of the first. Two to nothing uh, in their first at bat. Handed the ball to Dylan DeLucha, who was pitching like Cy Young out there. And, uh, you know, DeLucha goes seven and two-thirds tonight, Ben. Four hits, ten strikeouts, walk none. And then Mike Bianco makes all the right moves with the pitching staff. Could have been tempted there to take uh, to take DeLucha out a little bit earlier in that game. He made the trip out to the hill, but he decided to leave him in there. I think he took him out at the right time. Josh Malich comes in, uh, gets out of the eighth inning jam, a little bit of a jam, and then strikes out the side in the bottom of the ninth. I mean, you couldn't ask for better pitching than what this team is giving him right now, giving Mike, giving us. And uh, the offense, hey, they're doing what it takes. So, you know, great start in Omaha. I was texting Bradley Saladuring. And I said it to him, I'll say it to you, and all the fans listening to this now, it was three to nothing. I was like, man, this feels like a clinical Ole Miss ass whipping, and it's three to nothing. I, I never once felt like, oh, God, here goes the game, even when it was teetering there in the seventh, eighth inning. And because what happened there, three straight Tigers reached in the seventh, it was the seventh, and a run scored to make it 5 1. And then Mike comes out, has a meeting with Delucia and Hayden Dunhurst. And then Delucia goes strikeout and two lazy flyouts to right field like it was nothing settled it down and mike's been great with that handling the bullpen handling the pitching staff all postseason the best he's done in my opinion in years quite frankly and he kind of started with starting yeah, Taylor broadway in the super it. in the third game last year but still everything every button he pushed worked yeah it did it did and uh you know uh, i mean shut the auburn lineup down led by by, by Sonny D, who uh, who got called out looking there in the uh, bottom of the ninth, and uh, man, you know this is uh, this is a team that, that that might just be a team of destiny. I'm telling you, I'm uh, feeling it. You know, Arkansas beat Stanford 17 to two earlier today. Arkansas can score runs, but they're going to have to do it over the over this kid named Hunter Elliott, who is just a fighter. I mean, he is a fighter. He's going to hang in there. Um, you know, and, and that game's going to take place Monday night, 6 o'clock. And, uh, you know, right now, everything's looking good for the Rebels. Until that run scored in the seventh, DeLucia and Hunter Elliott had combined to go for, like, what, 20-plus scoreless innings in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it's been an unbelievable run by those two. You know, and, and – 
we can we can look ahead, cheat a little ahead here. Let's just say Hunter Elliott goes out and blanks Arkansas or shuts Arkansas down, and Ole Miss is the two and O team in this side of the bracket. Who do you start in Game Three? Do you bring Dylan Delucci back because you could, but that kind of screws your rotation up if you were to win that game and you go into a best of three series. I didn't bring up Taylor Broadway starting game three of the Super last year by accident. That was the right move. He was the opener, the best option to start. It didn't work out. That happens. It's baseball. I would start Brandon Johnson. And I think allowing Josh Mallis to handle the final two innings today kind of maybe peeked into that or at least opened it up for that. You, yes. you make a really good point about Arkansas, the two hottest teams, Arkansas and Ole Miss. I think the team that gets out of that goes to the championship series. I'm going to put it down right now. I think it's that important, that game two against Arkansas. No, 100%. I agree with you. I mean, those are the best two teams on this side of the bracket. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, you, you're, definitely, you're, you're definitely sending Hunter Elliott to the hill. Uh, we know that much. And, uh, you know, you hope he gives you five or six innings and then you can turn it over to Josh Mallett and maybe even Brandon Johnson, because right now we, we don't know who a game three starter is going to be. We don't. Now, if I think, if what happens, if what happens, I think what might happen is Mike defaults to what he always does, and that's start Derek Diamond. But you got to have a quicker yeah, hook this time. That's the whole thing. Yeah, you've got to. I mean, I mean you, you know, if Diamond were to give you four innings, you would have to be happy. Uh, you know, right now with Derek Diamond, my confidence level is somewhere around, you know, four innings. That That's where I'd feel comfortable. Uh, you know, I think he can get through a lineup one time, and then uh, you better have somebody ready to uh, to come in. But if you do start a Derek Diamond, it leaves your bullpen intact, and you're not messing up your rotation going into a best-of-three national championship series. And that's not – I don't want anybody to think we're still in Arkansas short because that's going to be a battle. I mean, that is going to be one heck of a game. And uh, Arkansas could win that thing. But, you know, we're, we're doing a little looking ahead tonight. A little okay. bit. Have to. Have to. This is a pitcher Ole Miss hadn't seen this year, and they come out and drop two on him quick, jump on him, put the pressure on Auburn immediately. And, and like I said, I think what impressed me the most is like this whole run in the postseason, there's only been one game where you felt like they didn't take advantage of certain opportunities. Maybe when they loaded the bases with no outs and Peyton Chatney hits a ball hard, but right at a third baseman turns into a double play, but they scored a run. That's a missed opportunity. But that, that's kind of nitpicky yeah. in a game like this because they jumped on them early. And outside of the Miami game that they had to win by the skin of their teeth and, and kind of learn how to win that game where every single pitch matters, every single at-bat matters. And that when they got through that game, it's like they go into every one of these games, and tonight was no different, expecting to win, and, they, and they're playing like it. This is not the team that was seven games under five hundred on May 1. It's shocking. No, this is a team that has very quickly forgotten how to lose. Um, oh, I like that. You know, you can, you can just feel it in them, sense it in them. I mean, everything's going their way. I mean, look, let's be honest. Six weeks ago, Hayden Dunhurst would have thrown that ball to right field. Tim Melko would have missed it on the pickoff play in the eighth. And, uh, you know, Auburn would have scored a run. Tonight, 
Dunhurst fires a strike. Elko fields it. Perfect positioning on the bag to end the inning. I mean, this is just a team that, you know, it's getting all the breaks. All I mean, the how breaks, many making their own fell? breaks. They're making their own breaks. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. How many base hits fell in front of Auburn outfielders tonight? The TJ McCanson was, like crazy. Yeah, the TJ McCanson was hilarious because good for him. He needed a hit, even though the home run was a big one um, in the regional. But still, like, to get that in that moment when he's back starting, he's been injured, he's been banged up, has had a down year offensively, hitting like 240, not having the power. The OPS is like 770 or something like that. For a college baseball player, that's not what you want it to be. You want it to be well over eight. Uh, so it hasn't been the best year for TJ McCanson. So getting one to fall in was great, but it's like, the baseball gods are on Ole Miss baseball's side. And that just never happens. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean oh, I mean God, it's a great David. feeling right now. Yeah, I know. I know. You can't you can't uh you can't drink all the Kool-Aid just yet, <laughs> but uh man, I'm gonna tell you, this team's hot. This team is hot. It is it is so difficult to be even killed right now. Um you know, man. I hope somebody is putting together a handsome NIL to try to convince Dylan DeLucia to come back for one more year. Mm. That would be incredible if he did. No way he's coming back. No way. I know. Uh, I know. But, you know, all you people with the millions, you ought, you ought to at least be considering that. It right. would be worth it. MVP of game one has got to be Dylan DeLucia, or are we going with anybody? Yeah, so, are there any other candidates? Yeah. Oh, man. Kemp. Well, there there are candidates, but nobody that can take away. I mean, Dylan DeLucci was a player of the game, period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way he manhandled Auburn's lineup. Absolutely manhandled them. And I know Mike took him out, and it was the right move to take him out. But I really think DeLucci could have went all nine tonight. Yeah, 115 pitches be damned. And I'm one of those that say, hey, pull them at around 100 pitches. I'm a big believer in protecting pitchers. But, man, the way he was competing out there. When he wasn't getting calls, like oh, walking dude. off the mound and like staring back in to the umpire and getting the ball back and, and readying himself and just firing strikes. Ten strikeouts, he didn't walk anybody. He just went right at him. Yeah, you, you, you deliver 10 Ks with no walks. And you're just basically, hey, here it is. Hit it if you can. They couldn't hit it. Critical moment, you sweet know, moment what, in the game was what? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, th- I think the biggest moment of this game came in the top of the first inning. I mean, I really do. I mean, Ole Miss came out, took a two-to-nothing lead. Um, you know, Kemp Alderman with a two-RBI hit. I mean, that, to me, was the biggest moment in the game. Dylan DeLucia, he really didn't have any big moments. He was just mowing them down. He was consistent. But to me, yeah, it's Kemp Alderman's top of the first hit that uh, set the tone and ignited the Ole Miss fan base. Well, Dylan DeLucia was recruited to be a high-end, front-end starting pitcher. He didn't have a good fall. It took him a little bit longer in season to get going. But once he did, this is what they expected. I know for a lot of Ole Miss fans, because they didn't know who Dylan DeLucia was, they were like, where has this guy been? Well, this is who they thought they were getting when they signed him. But sometimes in baseball, it just takes guys a little bit longer. And it took him a little bit longer. But now he's yeah, full, he's, he's a bully out there. Yeah, he's there, man. I'm, I'm telling you, the, the confidence level, not only that Dylan has, but also the confidence you're seeing out of Hunter Elliott. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Hunter is a 19-year-old kid 
who was pitching for Tupelo High School a year ago. Man, this kid is setting himself up to become an ace in the SEC. Um, you know, so you have that confidence. Now, that's the Rebels' Achilles right now. They have not had to go but one game beyond Dylan DeLucha and Hunter Elliott as a starter. And that was Derek Diamond in the 22-6 win over Arizona. And, you know, Arizona hung around while Diamond was on the hill. So, you know, that's that's the one the one question mark that we don't know. There's not that third starter that you put out there right now and you go, man, we're gonna we're gonna be competitive in this game. It's kind of a roll of the dice with Diamond. That's why you have to have a quicker hook. I don't mind starting Diamond. It's better than everything else. You could toss all of these pitchers, Jack Washburn, John Gaddis, Derek Diamond, put all of them in a hat and pick one, and that's fine. That's a perfectly reasonable selection. You could argue in favor of any of these dudes. But you have to have a quicker hook than what Mike has had with Derek Diamond. It's like he still is waiting for Derek Diamond as a true freshman when he was like an All-American to come back suddenly. It's not – like we're past that at this point. We're past that at this point. Yeah, we know who yeah. he is. He's more the player that you've seen recently than he ever was in that shortened season when he got cut short due to COVID. So I'm I'm just saying it's fine to pick Derek Diamond again and roll him out there for game three, but you got to have a quicker hook. But Mike, so far in the postseason, has been pretty flawless at bullpen management, yeah. rotation management. The only knock is he's just still kind of stubbornly loyal to Derek Diamond going longer than he needs to. And that's just who Derek Diamond is now. He's got to be a shortened starter. Well, and you hope that uh... – you know, if there was something to be learned regarding the diamond, Mike has learned it, and he will show it, you know, when game three rolls around. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. He's got great arms. The bullpen is, is kick and tail. Um, you know, Josh Mallett's, my goodness, what he did tonight was incredible in its own right. Well, let's rank the Omaha eight after the first two days of the College World Series. Who's number eight? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ooh, I'd have to say right now, number eight to me would be Stanford. I mean, they took a 17-2 butt whooping today at the hands of the Arkansas Razorbacks. So Stanford would be my number eight. Number seven. The way they're playing right now, Texas A&M. And you had them as the team, maybe the favorite coming in? I did. I I liked them, but but they they, they kind of uh, crapped the bed, if you will, on Saturday. And uh, it's going to be hard to recover from that. Plus, on Sunday, they're playing their arch rival, Texas. Loser, go home. that's where I'd have them right now, number seven. So if you have Texas A&M at seven, do you have Texas six? No, no, I don't think so. Um, probably six would be Auburn. 
man, you like Auburn better than Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, six would be Auburn. Seven, uh, five would would probably be Texas. All right, and your top four, four to one. Four, Oklahoma. Okay. Three. This is where it gets tough. I'm covering my face. Who's three? Who is three? Who would I know who one and two are? Okay, who is one? One is Arkansas. Okay. You can't put them anywhere okay. but one. I was two ready to explode with obnoxious spirit Ben Joy when you said Ole Miss number one. I'm just drinking got, it down. I got, I got Ole Miss number two. <laughs> In Arkansas, number one right now. I just can't go against Arkansas. I can go against Arkansas for Monday night's game, and I am. I think Ole Miss wins Monday night's game. But based on first-round performances, Arkansas, number one, they had the pitching, they had the bats. Uh, they ran Stanford out of the stadium. So they're my number one. Stanford's the number, number two, two team in the country, and they destroyed them. Exactly. An SEC team is winning the title. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think only Oklahoma would probably have something to uh, to say about that. But, you know, yeah, that's, that's where I'd rank them. I guess my number three team would be uh, would be who? Who did I not rank? Number Notre three Dame. would be Oklahoma. Notre Dame would be three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame three. So, oh, boy. You know, so we're, what we're doing is we're setting the stage. For Monday night, the number one team after the first two days of the College World Series in David Johnson's Omaha 8 rankings is Arkansas. Number two is Ole Miss. So number one and number two facing off on Monday night, and we believe the winner is going to represent this side of the bracket in the title. Yes, 100%. I oh definitely do. Oh, I didn't I have any kind do. of nerve. Look, I've been around Ole Miss my entire life. And yet, yeah. watching today, it felt controlled as if Ole Miss dominated a game. It was five to one, pretty standard baseball yeah, that's what, fair. That's what that's what great not. teams do. Yeah, great teams go out there and just take care of business. And and honestly, after the top of the first, I quit sweating it. Me too. I really did. And I don't know if I'm going to even and feel necessarily not nerves, but you know. This kind of doubt, I didn't have any doubt about this game. It was bizarre to me because I'm not used to that with Ole Miss. That's how good this team is playing. We're not used to seeing this. We're used to seeing Ole Miss get on the biggest stage and some crazy thing happens. Fourth and 25 yeah, happens. We talked about this. They feel loose. They're yeah. playing loose. They're, 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 that, that air of uptightness is not around this ball club anymore. No. I mean, they're just they're letting it rip. It's the most non-Ole Miss thing, and that's what's the biggest difference for me and why I'm more invested in this team and its success and its story than most other, you know, the other Ole Miss teams that got this close to actually getting some well-earned hardware in this championship. These don't come around very often, and yet this time when every Ole Miss fan should be terrified and nervous thinking, oh, God, what's going to happen? Ole Miss is right there. This team's just going out there and running stuff. Yeah, they are. And, one, you know, one thing I want to be sure to emphasize, not only is this team playing the best baseball it's played all year, but to be honest with you, and this is going to sound a little contrite, 
Well, Mike Bianco is coaching some of the best baseball of his entire career right now. I agree. And I've been one of the harshest critics of Mike. I agree. I cannot yeah. disagree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this guy is coaching his butt off. And it's and, easy to uh, say when they're having success, but you can actually look at in-game moves he's made. Like, for example, sticking with Dylan DeLucia, but having Josh Mallett's ready. Last year, it started last year. He tried something different because in game three, his Ole Miss had been so bad. They'd been one for eight in Omaha advancement opportunities. Now they're two for nine after they won the Super in Southern Miss. And last year, he tried something different. He wasn't stubborn to his old, traditional, old-school baseball line of thinking, and he went with Taylor Broadway. And he's had that sense of urgency all year, but this team just – for whatever reason, injuries or bad luck, a bunch of stuff didn't go their way. They found themselves in a precarious situation. But we all agreed, every one of us, even the harshest of critics said, this team has the potential. And now they've realized that potential, and he's still coaching, not in a stubborn, oh, I've gotten here, I'm going to rely on my laurels or, or what I used to do. And he's being a more new-age Mike Bianco. And if we're getting new-age Mike Bianco, and that ends up in a championship, just build the statue. And good for him. When everything was up against him, yeah, look what he's yeah. done. Good for him. This is great. This is the best-case scenario. This Ole Miss team is a testament to Mike Bianco. Good for him. Yeah, 100%. And uh, all I can say is just get ready. Get oh, ready. boy. I, mean, I, I, I think they're going to the national title series. And that's easy for me to say because I'm I'm talking to a bunch of Ole Miss fans, right? Yeah, yeah sure. We could say it. You know, Why not? Hey, Hey, this team going to Coral Gables and winning that regional, that wasn't supposed to happen. And the way okay, they, they were to see. Yeah. Miami was a very good baseball team that had a tough weekend, partly because of how well Ole Miss was playing. Arizona had a good squad. You know, that was something that I think people thought was kind of a a little bit of luck there that Ole Miss got out of Coral Gables. But it was what they needed. And they go to Hattiesburg and dominate Southern Miss. Dominate them. And you saw more of that domination tonight against Auburn. This is so, the last thing I'll say. You know, everything's looking rosy. It's the last thing I'll say. I've made the comparison to the Braves last year a lot with this Ole Miss team. There's too many similarities. I'm not going to rehash or recover that ground. How perfect of a story would it be? The last team in the NCAA tournament is the one that wins a title. Sounds a little perfect yeah. in the storybook. Mike Bianco no, facing all this stuff, getting his title. Come on. Well, the no, stars no, are aligned. It's a book waiting to be written. Oh, God. I mean, this team is, is sky high in early March, number one in the nation. And they go to Sela, and honestly, things start falling apart down there when Sela beat them. And they weren't the same for a couple of months. And then they found themselves again. Will we co-write Omaha, the Ole Miss Let's do it. baseball Let's title? Do it. Cha- okay. Me and David Johnson have committed once Ole Miss wins a national championship because after one game, we're all in. I will have that sucker out within two weeks. <laughs> Omaha by Ben Omaha. Garrett and David Johnson. I'll put you Omaha. first. By David Johnson and Ben Garrett. Let's Good. do it. All right. See you after Monday night's Let's... game, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. This was fun. Everybody should enjoy it. Don't even fret about the Arkansas game. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Be on top of the baseball world right now. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.